Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The celebrations begin. He can see the finish line. A dream has been realised. Brilliant Ben. An ovation for O'Connor. Phenomenal. So there it is there. That was the call by Matt Keenan last night of Ben O'Connor winning stage nine, winning the mountaintop finish in the Alps. He's a Subiaco boy, born in Subi, probably at St John of God's, but lived a lot down in Frio. But Gilly and I reckon we've seen him around our hood near our coffee shop. Well, we're going with that anyway. Matt Keenan from SBS Cycling, well done, mate. Great call. You must be up and about. What a great result. Oh, it was hard not to get excited. So the great Richie Benno, he had these eight rules of commentary, <laughs> and one of them was there's no team called them or us. Last night, there was a team called us, and the team was Ben O'Connor, and we were all on board. <laughs> first West Australian to win a stage? Yeah, and he almost became the first Western Australian to wear the yellow jersey. He's two minutes off the yellow jersey. And the guy, the guy in yellow at the moment is a big favourite to take that through to Paris. But Ben is amongst a group of around about eight riders battling for a spot on the podium in Paris. This is a huge performance. How big? I mean, we're talking, we're talking a mountain top finish in the Alps of the yeah. Tour de France. Now, I know he doesn't train in WA, and I get all that, but there's not many mountains in WA. The biggest hill was one that goes up from St George's Terrace to Kings Park in the main drag. <laughs> yeah, well, but it is relevant where you spent your childhood. And yesterday's stage, it finished in a mountain top finish where a lot of the teams go to do their altitude training camps. It's at over 2,000 metres in altitude. And when he was in the breakaway, it came down to three guys at the end heading to the base of that climb. It was Ben raised at sea level, like sea level, mm. Subiaco and mm. Fremantle, mm. sea level. And it was with two Colombians who were raised at sort of 2,500 metres. <laughs> so theoretically, I'm sure everybody outside of Australia commentating on the race, their favourites to win, was going to be one of the two Colombians, and let's see what the Aussie can do. Rode away from them. He was, it was, there was no tactics. He was just stronger. And it was the performance that has got the rest of the cycling world talking and his team that he rides with. He was, at this time last year, he was without a contract for 2021 because the team that he was with, they were on the brink of folding. And then this French team, they came along and they said, OK, we... We see the potential you've got. You've had a few injury problems. We're not sure on the reliability, but we see you've got potential. We'll give you a one-year contract. And then they realised pretty quickly early on this season what they had their hands on. They've managed to get his health right and they've got consistency in his training. They signed him up before the tour for an extra three years. Oh. I reckon the manager that made that contract before the tour is oh, pretty happy because yeah. if you did that negotiation now, 
there'd be more there'd be more digits on that contract. I think. Would there be bonuses like if you won a, a yeah. like won a stage that would have sort of at, maybe put a, a zero or a, you know a couple of extra large? There's a on big it. bonus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's big bonuses involved. You always got that written in. Uh, and if he if he does make it to the top three in Paris, to give that some context, you know, you made the comment before about how big is this. Aussies have been going to the tour since 1914. Kidel is the only one to win it. Mm. Richie Port is the only other one to make it inside the top three. So we've been going as a nation for more than 100 years, and only two guys have made it into the top three, and this guy's in with a chance to become the third one to do so. It's huge. Yet I grew up thinking Phil Anderson had won about five Tour de France's. Well, that was because he did the Swan Lager ad, so you saw him on the telly all the time. <laughs> but he was the one that got, you know, got me interested in the sport. You know, he's always yeah. Phil Anderson. Everyone's Phil Anderson. I mean, I mean, I don't yeah, even know. I don't know if there was that many Aussies in it at that time. But we were hanging our hat on Phil Anderson, weren't we? Yeah, and rightly so, because Phil was a groundbreaker. Yep. When he went there, it was a just a European sport. He was the first non-European to get the yellow jersey. Yeah. So he was really significant for the globalisation of the sport. He finished in the top 10 five times. He finished fifth twice. He won the white jersey once as the best young rider, I think, in his career, 11 days overall in the yellow jersey. Phil was a, Phil was a star, absolutely. All righty. So Ben O'Connor, the West Australian, is second overall in the general classification. It's not his first win in a big state, in a big tour, is it, though? I mean, did, he, did I read somewhere he won somewhere last year? Yeah. So he won, the second biggest race in the world is the Giro d'Italia, yeah, so the Tour of Italy. It's the same... Same format as the Tour de France. Uh, like tennis and golf have got their, big, their majors, the Tour's got three grand tours, France, Italy, and Spain. And when he won the stage last year, he got in a breakaway one day and he finished second. And you thought, oh, okay, he needs a couple of days to take it easy and then go for a break the next day. He didn't. He got in the break one day second, got in the break next day first. It, and that's, it was a fantastic performance then. And to, to reconfirm that this year, I mean, it, the win last year was, was great, really good. But this is a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And the guys that he rode away from, you know, one of the guys he was in the breakaway with yesterday, Nardo Quintana, he's been second at the Tour de France, third at the Tour de France. He's won the Giro d'Italia and the Volta d'Espana. This, this was a breakout performance by Ben. Matt Keenan, SBS cycling commentator, expert, is on the sporting goss. We're talking about the exploits of West Australian Ben O'Connor, who won a stage Stage nine of the Tour de France, 144.9 kilometres, of course, in the Alps. Skill, determination, resilience, that's all uh, they've thrown out there to launch a lone attack for the stage honours. That's how it reads online. So what more can he achieve in this tour? And does the team psyche change? Was he always their main man going into this race? Uh, He was kind of their main man. They were hoping to win a stage, but now they focus on trying to keep him inside the top three. So on his team, he's got the current Olympic champion, Greg Van Avermaet, Belgium guy. He won in Rio. So they will now have a guy like Greg Van Avermaet. He will no longer chase stages for himself. His role will be as the team captain. So when they're out on a stage, he'll be the one telling the rest of the guys on the team what to do to look after Ben. There'll be others there that if Ben needs a water bottle, somebody goes back to the team car and gets Ben a water bottle. If it starts raining, somebody goes back to the team car and gets Ben a rain jacket. For this French team, this is their grand final. There is no bigger race. If they don't win another bike race for the rest of the year, their year has been a success. They're all in to get him into the top three in Paris. Wednesday will be a really big test. 
They go up this climb called Mont Ventoux. It's the giant of Provence. They go up it twice, like, you know, once isn't enough. It's a 21-kilometre mountain. They go over it twice. So we'll find out pretty quickly how he's recovered from last night's performance. Rest day today, reasonably straightforward stage for a guy like Ben on the Tuesday, provided it's not too windy. And then we'll work out exactly where he's at on Wednesday. Uh, he can reach the top three in Paris. I'm convinced of it. And he's, he's always been prepared to say, put the pressure on me. I'm happy to be the leader and, and I, can, I can live up to those expectations and be the guy you're all riding for. Okay, so I'm going to give you this scenario now. Play sports producer, oh, play sports producer on a TV news in Perth tonight. WA footy teams lost on the weekend, morning after, fallout maybe. No real great tennis jumping off the page, still round of 16, still got a bit to go, no major controversy. A couple of Aussies, one in the golf tour in America, which was big by Cam Davis. Lucas Herbert won in in Europe at the Irish Open. I can't – no Euro games overnight. I can't see another lead story. If I was sports producer, and I've been there, done that for a long time, but no longer in that role, I would lead tonight's sport with a West Australian winning a stage of the biggest bike race in the world. Am I right? Am I wrong? Lead the sport? I'm biased. I'd lead the news. <laughs> It's been O'Connor. And if he's had the jab. And if he's had the jab, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sick of hearing the word, the jab. Oh, no. uh, I know. I would lead the sport with it because it's historic. He's the first Western Australian to win a, stra- a stage in the world's biggest bike race. And the Tour de France is the world's biggest annual sporting event. I'm leading the sports section of the news with Ben O'Connor. Yeah, nice word. Totally agree with you. The test proof will be in the pudding and the eating of that pudding tonight on our television users 2, 7, 9 and 10. I implore you as a former <laughs> television man to lead your sports bulletins tonight with a West Australian, the first West Australian, to win a stage of the Tour de France against the world's best. He's now in the top three. He's dead set, heading for the podium He's a Subi stroke Fremantle boy. If you were worth your weight in gold as a sports producer in Perth, Matt Keenan says lead your sports bulletin with it. I agree. Ben O'Connor, if you want to follow him, 95 on Twitter and social medias. Matt Keenan, thanks for the chat. We'll do it again later in the week. It's been fun. It's always fun. He is the best. He is fantastic. Matty Keenan joining us on the Sporting Goss. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.